Yo, 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 it's Overflow. What's going on, you guys? How are you guys doing today? Welcome to the Fraggin' and Laggin' podcast. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm excited to film it, and let's get into it. Dad, that's it. Give me my controller. Give it to me. Give me that. Roll back that beautiful bean footage, and you'll find it. I can't hear a thing in the game. It's like, all right, this bastard is on my, okay, GTFO, bitch. All right, everybody, here it comes. Sit back and enjoy the Fraggin' and Laggin' podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me, Bobby, or Junkhead. Call me whatever you want, as long as you call me your friend. And as usual, this podcast is not possible without one person. The diva of Twitch, the beast from Bruise, the man who's got more tattoos all over his body. Yes, he does have a tram stamp. I've seen pictures, folks. Joaquin Blaze, how's it going, brother? What the fuck, tram stamp? I don't have it. <laughs> Look, it's out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, hey, Junk, how are you doing? Uh... No. I'm and you really guys looking just quick, forward. Yeah, quick disclaimer. Oh, yeah, yeah, Blazes you, you, have been you, under you. the weather. Blazes have been under yeah. the weather. So <laughs> we're do, he's he got he got sick for it the It just came up. It it, it yeah. just came up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so. I, I got sick from looking at my beautiful shadow. I <sighs> knew it so, but you should be more excited about <laughs> other things like right now, this awesome yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I I yeah, I we, we got an amazing guest to announce uh, at Woo, the moment. So, you don't uh, even know, girl. I mean, sorry, yeah. Blaze, go ahead. I, w- I want to go like, whoop, but my voice can't handle it at the moment. So, That's why I did uh, it for you. I'm, I'm going to try to to hype him up a little bit and see uh, how that goes. But, uh, okay. Um, I actually met the dude in, in, in real life, and I'm taller than him, so I feel better already. Oh. Anyways. That's uh, fucked up, man. That is <laughs> fucked up, dude. He was squatting. Uh, he was squatting, people. He just didn't yeah, want to make may- Luke Blaze look too big. Maybe. Oh, my Anyways, God. Uh, the man's got... Fists of steel. He's got at least a hundred thousand followers everywhere, or even five hundred thousand followers. He's got fifty billion views. He's got fifty million fans. He's got. He had the air punched out of his face by Face Sensei. Uh, it's he, the amazing overflow. Something like that. Yeah, that's good. I was. Okay. All right. Yeah, One of the best introductions I've ever had. That, I was going to throw in a little something extra, too. So, uh, do it, do it, the, do it. Ma- the man drops more V-Bucks than Post Malone drops hits. <laughs> Over. <laughs> flow. Let's go. Woo. That is let's go. Right I got to be honest, though. Um, I'm pretty tall. I'm standing at a five foot seven, so I don't appreciate the, uh, the six short foot, six, six foot three. So five like, seven six three let's all five, be honest here it's, about it's the same it's all the same on guess what you're on pro- the internet probably still punch the air out of me yeah <laughs> the flow on the internet you're seven foot two okay there we go yeah, I'm seven foot two i'm 350 pounds of pure muscle yeah nobody, built nobody like a brick shit house man so uh the yeah. a great place there we go but first of all thank you very much for coming on the podcast it's an honor it's a pleasure uh and once again thank you justin for making this possible justin if you're there listening to the podcast uh make sure you give yourself a self high five it's greatly appreciated thank you justin and uh we've been looking justin there we go there's the diva of twitch coming in so um 
me and Blaze have really been looking forward to hearing your story because, uh, you know, like much like uh, we we talk a lot, of people we, we really minimalistically research our guests unless you know, like we personally know them because I think it takes really the 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 wind out of the sails. Like, hey, he said this, but this is not true. So, kind of along the lines that the fans of the Fragment Lagged podcast are getting to learn about you along the way. So, um. We're going to sit back. I'm going to finish my diet peanut butter milkshake. It's a, uh, not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. So, uh, and, and please, really, it's an, it's an honor to hear your story, and, and we look forward to it. And the floor is yours. This is, this is the overflow Fragon episode. And uh, just so you know, you're part of the Fragon and Lagan family. We kind of just jumped you in, you know, so you can't, there's, you can't get out, okay? You can't get out. So... Well, I appreciate you guys having me, and um, I wish that I had a peanut butter milkshake that's diet, apparently. I'm not sure, but either way, enjoy that. And um, yeah, I guess, uh, do, I, do I start with my childhood? Where do I start it with this? Wherever you want to. All right, so um, just to kind of go into the whole background, I guess, of what I've done up until this point, uh, I started playing games when I was like a little kid. My grandpa... Uh, got me a Nintendo 64. We played a ton of Super Mario, all those games just growing up. And I think that it's been something that's been a part of like my even before I was doing YouTube, obviously, most people that are, you know, streaming or most people on, on, on Twitch or YouTube or whatever it is playing games full time, like have at least some sort of history. I know you guys were talking earlier about somebody who didn't start playing video games until until way later on. But I feel like most people start gaming when they're young and that's why this thing is like such a passion right so it's like a passion project of sorts but i uh started gaming when i was uh, a little kid and i grew up in a neighborhood where there was not a ton of kids so really i was hanging out with uh myself uh, i have a little sister too we hung out all the time and i was playing games for most of the time that i was at my house because all my friends lived in like a neighborhood that was we had to drive to basically so Growing up, played a ton of video games, and then, you know, we fast-forwarded to the whole YouTube time, and when I was maybe about 19, I was training a lot of jiu-jitsu, doing a lot of wrestling. I still I still train jiu-jitsu. Um, obviously, I, I did the fighting stuff on the Logan Paul versus KSI card, and I pretty much got that because I do jiu-jitsu, not boxing, so... Uh, for all for all you people that said that I got punched in the uh, punched the air out of me or whatever, <laughs> I, I'm not a great boxer, right? I'll be I'll be honest with you guys. But I was doing jujitsu back in like tw 2009 2010, and I ended up hurting my shoulder. And during my like recovery process, I was watching YouTube videos for Call of Duty. I think that I looked up something like tips tips and tricks for maybe Modern Warfare Two. It was something like that. Maybe it was earlier than that actually. It was, but it was around that time. I was watching these guys, and I thought at first that all the people on YouTube were were people that worked for these companies. Like I thought that Activision um, had these guys that were making videos to post on YouTube to kind of put out to the public. And then I started watching them. I started to realize, oh, these are just normal guys. Like these are guys that went out, bought a capture card, came home, and like filmed their clips. And I didn't even know that that was really a thing back then. And so I looked into it uh, during the downtime that I had with my injury. I had nothing else to do, really. So I was playing a ton of Call of Duty. And at the time, I was watching, you know, people like Zerg Grizz 
and a lot of FaZe Clan, me and FaZe Clan made our channels around the same time. So it was around that time that I started to get really heavily inspired by all these like sniping montages and all of that. So I started making content just kind of to pass the time, I guess, until I was all healed up so I could go back to training jujitsu. Because at the time, I think I was training like six hours a day. And then I had to sit out because of the injury. I had to sit out for like months. At a, I think I sat out for like five or six months with this shoulder injury I had. So I was pretty much just sitting on my butt for a lot of the time. And I got into making the whole, uh, the whole YouTube content. And literally since 2010, up until now, I don't think that I've ever missed more than like a week of uploading some sort of content, whether that be to, you know, to YouTube or Twitch or now TikTok. I don't think that I've ever missed more than a week of putting some type of content out on the internet, which is which is actually pretty pretty crazy to think about, I think. Yeah, that's like insane consistency right there. Yeah, oh. and I, I really I really do my best to keep up with it. And obviously with my YouTube channel, I think that um, a lot of people who know me know that I really haven't uploaded on YouTube in like, I don't think that I uploaded all of 2020 onto YouTube, but I've been putting up to three pieces of content a day on my TikTok channel. So... It's still, it's still content. Yeah, I mean, and this goes like, I, and I've said in previous episodes, and I like Blaze and I have talked, you know, is is that to me as a content creator, like any any content, I I I mean, there's people that say there's bad content out there, but especially like for me, like a small TikToker, a small streamer, like at some point in time, uh, like content is content, period, you know, because like. What, like, you know, you may look at my TikToks and say, these are stupid, you know, but, you know, someone else, there's that, you know, you fit into that. For me, I'm in that one category of the bad gamer, you know, and, yeah. and so like those bad gamers can relate. It's like, yeah, that's me too, man. Hey, let's be friends, you know, but. Not uh, a bad gamer, a relatable gamer. Exactly. Oh, damn. Are you, man, are you go. trying to pick me up here? I'm not crying. You're <laughs> crying. But, you know. <laughs> It's just that, like, I've scrolled through your tech. I mean, I, of course, I had, I, I immediately, like, fell in love with what you do because you've made it, like, a family thing, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, your dad is great, you know? And it cracks me up every time he says that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So He and, absolutely crushes it. He's the, crazy. He's almost 60, and he's got, like, uh, almost 600,000 followers on one of his accounts, and then he's got another account with, like, over 100K, which is insane. Damn. Can you can your can your dad teach Blaze how to get more than a couple hundred followers real quick, or can you know? I will, I will call him up right now. Yeah, he's he's my dad is really. Like <laughs> Dude, I'm at two K. I'm 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 horrible, man. But you know, it's two K is great. Yeah, you know, I have fun doing it. You know, and it's like when like you look when you find like a TikToker or any any like. It, any content like a streamer like you know all that is just that like when you fall and you enjoy what they're doing it's entertaining like uh you know blaze you should blaze streamed a lot in english you know and mm -hmm. uh uh and you know he's doing his tiktoks and and now he's obviously he's from belgium and uh he's you know he's going back to yeah. uh you know the Dutch community, like he he told me, the Dutch community of streamers are like five years, like where we were at in America five years ago. So he switched over to complete Dutch, 
and he's helping that community grow and and people we always called ourselves team bromance whenever i streamed he streamed team bromance and he, i was the the guy that was i'm really bad I, over don't judge me man i was really and bad. i got i got a, i got a hernia and a lumbago at the same time so from carrying his ass but you know <laughs> but it, it worked and 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 it's like to me when you find somebody that does something that you can relate to and and it's just so funny like the stuff is like hey if you win this game i'll buy you this i'll buy you some easies you know or you know yeah it's definitely like uh over the top um <laughs> what was it like the one time you were like uh like your dad you said something to your dad and i la i watched it over and over again you're like man dad what do i gotta, gotta do to get a new tv and he slides headfirst down the stairs and he's like get this winner and i'll buy you one and then it shows you sitting there on the floor he's like dad what do i have to do to get a desk you know and i'm just like that's Dude, like my dad buy me stuff i'm a, I'm a 29 year old man that's like asking my dad hey dad uh what, what can i do can i want to give him a Fortnite and you'll give me a brand new pair of shoes yeah. i need them He's like, yeah. And then what was it? The the pink shoes that you wanted that you, you were like, if I win a game, will you buy me these shoes? And you were like, these weren't the ones I wanted. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Ungrateful. I'm spoiled, bro. I don't know what to tell you guys. Spoiled. So, but I mean, so obviously like, uh, you know, I remember when I did jits back in the day and I remember like, I can kind of relate because when I hurt my back and I hurt my hip at the same time at mm. a tournament, like I had to take so much time off and you're just like, the only thing I did was gain weight. And I did, I got really good at it. You know, I mean, <laughs> we all do, right? I mean, and I was like, but right now, like, I understand the addiction with jujitsu. And I was like, I mean, I was a wrestler growing up and stuff like that. And it's just like, jujitsu was like, and like the only thing I've, I've ever told people is like, wrestling is like intense the whole time. Whereas like, you know, with, jujitsu it's a game they call it the game you know and it's like you you're more relaxed but then it's like short bursts and you have to like think ahead and so oh my god so i can relate to the injury because when i hurt my back and my and my hip i was like you miss it you're just like man yeah. look at these guys man you know jujitsu is like uh wrestling's lazier stoner cousin that has great <laughs> theories i don't know but but it definitely is it's like so it's so related but it's way way like different pace was like was, was your was your professor brazilian yeah yeah he's brazilian yeah see my so was mine uh, and I, I can i can relate my girlfriend yeah, is his girlfriend's brazilian so, <laughs> like i always i always <laughs> laugh when he would say things and then i he would be like his the funniest thing he always said was like when he would ask for a sheet of paper and he's like, hey, he's like, hey, can you hand me a shit of paper? And I was like, whoa, <laughs> Professor Montero. No, I will not shit on this paper. And he just didn't understand. What I, I was doing. And I was like, and he's like, sheet, sheet, sheet. And I was like, you're still saying it wrong. Just say, hey, just give me a piece of paper. Just give me a piece it's of paper. It's all part of the training. You know? Exactly. But I mean, I guess in a way... You know, with you getting hurt, it, it kind of allowed you because, like, you were talking about the OGs. Like, and we, we did an episode with OG clip. I mean, we did a, a, a episode with clips. Oh, you uh, did? When, yeah, that's awesome. So, and he said the same name you did, Sir Grizz. Sir Grizz, we, yeah, Sir Grizz, Grizz and Predator. Like, and I say to this day, and I said in his episode too, Optic Predator or uh, Predator. Yeah, it was Optic Predator at the time. His video with Fusion Eight. It was like to me, the the most in, the awesomest 
Is that a word? Did I just make up a word? Uh, awesomest, yes. Awesomest, I think. Montage video ever. And I'm just like, and that's what kind of like got me into, I seen that video and I was like, look, I, I was like, I'm the support guy whenever we're playing, you know, like if we're doing S and back in the Modern Warfare 2 S and D days, I was the bomb carrier because look, I, and I thought about this. I was like, the bomb carry in S&D, S back when I was playing, is like the sacrificial lamb. They're like, go plant the bomb, you know? So if we if you die on bomb, for one, you brought the bomb, it's easier for us and, and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, what was it when you got hurt that you were like, hey, man, I, I kind of want to do this, you know? I mean... You know, I, I think I was just playing so much, like, Call of Duty at the time that once I realized anybody could post onto YouTube, I was like... I should try this because I was I, I feel like especially back then I was so good at Call of Duty, especially in comparison to, you know, everybody that I knew and a lot of people I saw playing on YouTube. I was like, I could definitely get into this and do some do some crazy things. So I started making like a lot of uh, like sniper montages and a lot of sniper based tips. So the thing that I was doing the most in Call of Duty at the time was like a lot of like really high KD sniping gameplay. So I would get like. 103 kills and zero deaths with whatever sniper and it was it was definitely like a more campy style of gameplay but it was not really a lot of um okay it wasn't really something i saw on youtube at the time not camping strategic gameplay because let's face strategic. it we, yes yeah we campers aren't appreciated strategic gameplay strategic thinking i'm, I'm thinking i'm not just rushing in you know i'm using my yeah, brain yeah. a little bit a lot of these people want to rush in and be crazy, but me, I, I like to sit back. It's like a chess. It's like a chess match, right? And, and you always uh, like those people that, like, you kill, and they're like, I'm going back and getting him, and they keep coming back, and then, like, at the end, you know, like, you kill him, like, 50 times. Exactly, and, and I just camp in a different corner. Uh, once you quit camping? Well, because you kept running. I wasn't <laughs> camping. I was being strategic, and you kept running to me, so it was thanks for elevating my KD. Can we be friends? You know, so... We be friends, yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a lot of those, uh, a lot of those angry messages back in the day. Good times, you know, when the community was. I feel that back in the day, during obviously the MW two lobbies, you see the memes all the time. But man, everybody was just on mic at all times. The community was definitely more, um, more vibrant during those days. <laughs> and colorful, and very colorful. And like, uh, what, what is it? these kids wouldn't last. 30 seconds in a lobby of mine <laughs> uh, this uh, that was and i always and i like i always like that like couple seconds of hot mic after you would kill somebody oh, yeah. those were like the best you know those were like the best and and like i i to this day i will say modern warfare 2 pre-game lobby post-game lobbies made men out of boys 100%. And I think that that's what the youth of today is missing. They're missing those type of lobbies. Like, I wish that, like, look, I mean, I play Fortnite, uh, and uh, I get to play because I get to play with my fiance. And now my grandson, who, who we got him a Switch, so he plays Fortnite, and we're going to be playing together a little bit later, you know? And he's like, I need to get some skins now. And I was like, well, you're six years old. I can't tell you to do some. <laughs> chores and i'll give you some give you some v buck money or something you know but you know it's like so it's like what we get to do like i would love if fortnite included proximity chat just so to find out how fast i could be banned that, because i that think i could amazing i think i would be banned really quick the proximity chat is a is a huge thing they need to add it to so many games the, the proximity chat is so 
it makes for such hilarious situations that are very YouTubeable, you know? Oh, yeah, because, like, my thing is that, like, I have this, I do this series on TikTok called Dying in Verdansk, whereas, like, when I die, I, 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 like, pay them a compliment. You know, it's like, you know, you look good in those jeans. Your mom's proud you got straight A's. You know, hey, we're having right. meatloaf for dinner. You coming over or what, you know, and... Uh, blaze. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know what though. You could be having a bad day. Blow, you kill me, and then I say, you know what? You're, you know, in the arms of an angel. If I sing a line, you know what though? Immediately, I'm picking up your spirits, and I <laughs> want you to feel guilty for. Or doing if you that tell me day. I look good in these jeans. You know, either yeah, way. You look fierce, queen. Fierce. Oh, you know. No, you look fierce. You know, blaze. Blazes, yeah, blazes over here like sniping people across the map, you know, and then I just like, hey, good, good job, keep up the great work, and blazes like, you know, well, uh, you know, screw you, you know, he's the raging one, not me. Typical toxic, but he's, we need that. That that's part of the community. He is so toxic, and he's Dutch toxic. That's what makes it even funny is when he starts speaking what, what Dutch. What is the though. difference between being normal toxic and Dutch toxic? Explain to me. Because you Seriously. say it, you say it in a different language, you know. And it, you sound smarter than me. So and you do. When you when you speak in Dutch, I feel like, oh, is he complimenting me or is he saying mean things to me? I think he sounds like he's saying mean things to me. So that's just oh god. Let's, that's that's a whole nother podcast over, man. We'll we'll talk more about that when Blaze isn't here. To defend himself, so but, I mean, so so yeah, so obviously you get you get injured, you you start pumping out, you you see that YouTube is, you were like, yeah, I was I was so basically from there with YouTube, I I was doing it as a hobby for for so long, and I just I remember actually uh, posting it in my first you know month or something like that, I had two hundred subscribers, right, which was insane. I was like. I was just doing this for fun. I didn't want to really tell anybody that I was doing this because I was always kind of um, almost like a little bit of a like a more of a jock, I guess, if that makes sense. So getting into the whole gaming thing, I really and this was before. It's so funny how much things change in such a short period of time, because this was before like it was actually very cool. Like I feel like everybody I know plays games now. But back then in 2009, 2010, it was still kind of a thing where not it wasn't as commonplace as it is now. So I kind of made the YouTube channel. And, and kind of kept it on the low and was just kind of slowly grinding out some videos. I got to like 200 subscribers. And at the time, I uh, I was in Texas visiting my family. And my cousins are like my best friends. So I was hanging out with my cousins. I was like, you guys, I have to show you something. Look at this. And I showed them my YouTube page. with like It had like 192 subscribers, almost 200. And I was just telling them like what I was doing. They're like, you know, I mean, what could they say about it? They thought it was cool. But, you know, I don't know if they fully understood what it was or what it it could become, you know. But to me, it was so crazy to think that there was like 200 people that were following me to like watch my videos, which was nuts, you know. And it's it's crazy how times. Uh, exactly. I, I mean, like when you start, right, I, I remember like the first time I had 100 followers or subs, I was like, oh, my God, I got 100. It's crazy. <laughs> Even at 50, I was hyped, you know, and. I like it it goes up and up and up but still every time i i do remember myself of you know back in the days how happy i was with just a hundred followers you know yeah so. no for sure like the hundred is so crazy big like i remember um even after getting super involved with youtube like later on uh a hundred thousand a hundred thousand followers to me 
was like the the peak. I was like, there's there's not much left for me after 100k followers. I don't even know if I'll hit that, but if I get there, like I can retire, basically. You know, I'm quitting my job. Quitting my job, guys. And so that was. Yeah, we're we're balling, you know, where we're going. You know what though? You can order two things off the dollar menu right now. Not just one, two oh, things off the dollar menu. Don't be greedy and three, you know? <laughs> yeah, just making it I mean, that's what like like I, I sent out like a joke when like I hit like a hundred subs on, on YouTube not that long ago. I, I sent out I copied, I was like, Well guys, I'm quitting my time, I'm quitting my job, yeah. I'm going full time, you know? And it's like so just getting those like little like email notifications and you're just like, Man, Am I kind of doing something right? Should I keep doing this? And you know, every time I've wanted to be like, "Yeah, I'm not going to do YouTube anymore," and then Blade's like, "Keep doing it, man. Keep doing it." Yeah, and yeah, it's definitely like a, a a long grind. You know what I mean? It's something that you should always keep going because the the thing is too, keeping yourself out there gets you so many like random opportunities. For example, um, for example, I got a call recently about uh doing this event that's you know but i it's a potential like six figure like money making event for me which it, it just it just so just because of the fact that i'm keeping myself out here you know what i mean it's not like i'm the most well-known person or it's not like i have the most followers or anything but because i'm out here and i'm in the community and people see me in sort of a public light uh you get a lot of cool opportunities you know so i think a big a big part of the whole social media game is just keeping yourself available and keeping yourself out there you get so many like weird opportunities are you looking for an assistant right now i mean i'm just saying jeans. you know i'm just saying but like you know and this goes back to and we've touched base on it so so many times is like there were so many like now like you say that you said it everyone's a gamer mm -hmm. everybody's a content creator of some sort whether it be on instagram TikTok, twitch youtube Facebook, everyone's an entertainer. Whereas like, you know, years and years ago, you kind of kept that on the, the low low. Did I, did I say that? I'm trying to be hip nowadays for the kids. On the, on the low low. You, you try yeah. to, you're like, you didn't tell anybody that you were like, Hey, I, I game. I, I, I put YouTube videos out. Yeah, what? Nerd? Had, like, get out of me. Get out of here. Nerd. Carry my books. You know, I mean, Oh, push me down and stuff no yeah, way exactly i get <laughs> crawling out of garbage can you i mean like blaze is a is a perfect example like you know when he was on the come up and once again being hip for the kids out there is that you know like there was it was him and one other person that were huge streamers and out of out of belgium and somehow some way blaze was able to i don't know grease the hand you know, and, and was able to, you know, sit next to Nate shot at TwitchCon for an H1Z1 event, hanging out with Soda Pop and, you know, sipping Cristal out of like shoes at, with Dr. Disrespect, you know, that's how cool he was. And this is the, <laughs> the and this is all, it's a bit over, but okay. I'm just there saying, it's all involved, but no shoes, but we don't know. There's, there's, if anybody's got pictures, please. I mean, but I'm, mean, this is good. Like, like you were saying is that there's like, you know, you look at blaze, the, the, the big little guy. Fun fact: Blaze is actually only five foot two, low. Just so you know. That makes us uh, almost the same height. So. So. But I love how you're always good at lying, Junkhead. I don't know how I, you do it. It's, I you're speak like a woman. The truth. <laughs> you're the woman in this relationship, queen. So. But no, I mean, it's just like like you were saying. It was like bad. You were like category. You could be a jock, you know, but you didn't want to be 
because your friends were jock and you hung out with the jock crowd, you didn't want to let them know, yeah, dude, I I I I, I play video games and I, I put YouTube videos out, you know, and then you'd be like, Yo, whatever, nerd, we're not friends, you know. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that serious, I don't think, but I I was uh I did a little bit of like wrestling, so I hung out with like a lot of the wrestler kids and it was just a thing that wasn't like so talked about, you know? It was just like if somebody came over to my house and wanted like and my gaming setup is right there. So if they wanted to come over and like play Grand Theft Auto or something, like we would do that. But it wasn't something where it's like the first part of any conversation I had, you know? Yeah, it's like you know, where's the where's the weights at, Flo? Uh I all, all I see is this Xbox, you know, 360. Where's your bench? Yeah. How much you benching, you know? And but uh, and and then you you flash forward to today. Everyone creates content. Everyone streams. Everyone does something. All the way to like big name, you know, big name entertainers, big name, you know, athletes, musicians, and stuff. They're creating content. So <clears throat> in a way, yeah, it's, it's cooler. Gone. It's been crazy the last, especially the last few years. Even like even just from when I. Um, you know, even just from when I blew up on YouTube, right? So I was like big during like 2016, 20, 2015, 2016, 2017. And then I kind of like slowed down on the YouTube front. But during that time, it was so tough to even get like a thousand dollar brand deal. Whereas now that's like the, the minimum that I accept for a brand deal. You know, it's like these opportunities were not even available a few years ago. And, and it's not, and that's the cool thing about it with the progression of content creation is that, it's it's okay. It's cool to do these things, you know, and, and from now on, Flo doesn't crawl out of bed for less than two K dot you know, two K deals, okay? I'm I'm not his representation, but I'm speaking up. I agree him. with so, you. So two K, he's crawl you know, I'm just saying. I will get out, out of bed, bed for two K, but not before one PM. Yeah, not before one PM. Twelve fifty, deal is off, you know, but <laughs> 1250 no shot no, no way. shot forget about it Dude, call me call me at 101 you know Dude, so i live in las vegas so my schedule's already weird i've always been kind of a night owl i play a lot of video games which affects your schedule and then i i you know i, I work for myself i do this full time so these are like a handful of things that just make me have almost the most terrible sleep schedule of anybody i know you know i went to bed this morning at like 7 or 8 a.m so you know. Was it because of gaming or was it because of gaming and then you forgot you had work to do and you still were doing the work till early in the morning? I'll be honest with you. It's because I was, um, I was, some of my friends are in town, so we were out. I live in that Vegas, baby. <laughs> friends, are friends are important, man. Friends are important. Friends, so friends. Uh, I, 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 I have a question. So yes. I, I got to know you through the fight that you were in, right? uh how did you get into that like how did it go down like did they contact you did you contact them how did that go down yeah so um shoot let me give you let me give you the little build-up to it real quick yeah yeah do 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 so i started doing the content thing like as a hobby for from the years like 2010 until 2015 i was just doing it as a hobby i wasn't really making a lot of money from it it was really something where i was just posting youtube videos to build a community right Super fun, really enjoyed it. But then once I started getting like um, a little bit more money, it made sense to me like, wow, these are real paychecks. You know, once I started getting $500 a month from YouTube, I started to realize that this was something that, you know, I should focus a lot more time on because this could potentially help me out 
in other ways, right? Instead of me having a normal job or whatever it is, I could put all my focus into this. So at the time I was actually in college, I was working at GameStop and uh, the GameStop story is like kind of infamous in the whole, uh, the overflow uh, story. I, all right, the GameStop story is, inf- is a big part of my story. So during 2015, Black Ops 3 was gonna be released and I actually ended up leaking some information about it, which kind of went a little bit viral on Twitter. I ended up having a meeting with GameStop and Activision, and I actually got fired, which is great. I got fired from one of my favorite places of all time, you know, shoot, a little bit demoralized, (laughs) but at the same time, I mean, it is what it is. And then that same month on YouTube, I ended up making over 20 grand, which is pretty wild, you know? So (laughs) it was like, it was, it was, thank you, GameStop. Thank you, GameStop. I appreciate and love and respect you. And so I started just kind of making all these GameStop videos back in 2015, 2016. And that's what really kind of like launched my channel to a different level at the time. And all my videos went so viral around GameStop that, you know, this thing became a full-time, a full-time job for me. And the videos went viral enough that when the Logan Paul versus KSI boxing match came out, uh, JJ KSI um, was being trained by Sensei and I actually was the guy who introduced those. I introduced JJ to Sensei um, at a party that me and my team had in Boston at a PAX event. So I actually ended up inviting them both to my house. They met and Sensei ended up training KSI for his fight with Logan Paul, the first one. And because of that, because I was close with both these guys and I knew that Sensei wanted to fight on the card, but he couldn't find an opponent. Like he had, I think he had one or two opponents that actually pulled out. Like they talked like they were going to be a part of it. But then they ended up pulling out of the fight because, I mean, at that first fight especially, Sensei was the only guy in the card that had, you know, the most training. He was, like, literally the only professional fighter on that card. And I had to fight him, which is great. Amazing. But I knew that <laughs> I really put my, really a bad position to be in, to be honest. It was, like, a no-win for me. You know, I mean, I guess it's a win-win because, I mean, at the end of the day, it was, like, a lot of exposure and it was a crazy life experience. So... I mean, whether I won or I lost, I still kind of won, you know, which is cool. Uh, oh. So, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, I ended up calling. I, at the time, I was actually living with Keemstar for a few months, so I was up with Keem in New York. And Wait, well, you you lived with Keemstar? Yeah, he's my uncle. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So oh, he's like, you got stories to tell. Got no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I've got Let's get right into the flow. There you, there's your Don't. next show. <laughs> the only thing I know is that he's got some amazing vehicles to drive around his, uh, how you call that, estate or place that he lives at, you know? He's got some really cool quads and all that stuff, you know? I'm kind of jealous of all the that kind of stuff, you know, that he can like... When I was out there with him, he literally... Uh, I had never been snowmobiling before, so he goes oh out my God. $15,000 worth of snowmobiles just so I could go snowmobiling for a weekend with him. I was like, dude, <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. It was a crazy experience. <laughs> I, I, yeah, he seems like a cool uncle. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy, you know, uh, behind the scenes. I mean, he's... Yeah, a, um... I, I always I always say there's always you know the, the 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 thing you see and the thing behind the scenes. So you know the problem is a lot of people don't see the difference. But right, 
No, it's true, man. He's uh, I mean, he's still a douche, but he but he's my douche. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we that's the title of our uh, of our podcast episode. He's a douche, but he's my douche. Yeah. <laughs> oh we, my we, all, God. we all got that guy. He, he's like. I know one. I know one. Go ahead. I, his name rhymes with Joaquin Blaze, but he's my douche. But he's your douche. He's my douche. <laughs> so yeah, at the time I was living with Keem, and when uh, I realized that uh, Faye Sensei couldn't get a fight, I ended up calling him, and I called JJ, I called KSI, and um, just kind of threw my name out there. At the time, I think that me and Sensei had, I might have had more followers than Sensei at the time. And we're both from the same like gaming community. Uh, we're both from that same that same place, so it just made a lot of sense. It was like similar follower count, similar community, and then I'm the only guy in the gaming community I think that has like any type of martial arts background. Even though it had nothing to do with boxing, I still have been. You know, I've been doing jujitsu for like 14 years or something, so I do have a martial arts background. So they ended up saying yes, accepting the fight, and. Yeah, they sent me the contract, and that's how I got that thing. Okay, how hard does he punch? Mm, pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's definitely some. He's definitely got some uh, good punches. I think right now, Face Sensei versus Jake Paul. I still think that Face Sensei wins. It's something he's been doing since he's been a kid. Oh my God! See who he's fighting, Ben Askren, isn't he? Yeah, today, as of the, as of this filming, he will be fighting Ben Askren in five hours from now. Just, We're... just saying, overflow. Your camera's not on, so I don't think it's overflow. I, I don't think it's you know filming, recording. It's, it's recording, right? <laughs> how, how do you say that in correct English? Hey, I'm the Dutch guy. But I, I thought it's, it's funny how you said they were filming. I was like looking at my camera. Oh. It's like, is my camera on? <laughs> yeah, this... <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yeah, it's just kind of like uh, as we're filming this audio only podcast the the, the uh the the filming episode will be available on the overflows only fans you know it's we true. are getting I, a cut I, 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 we are getting a cut you can uh you can sub for 69 69 <laughs> it's always well, gonna the number will always be 69 so i mean it's just so would you do it again with if you okay let me ask you this any anybody out there who would you like to throw down with in a celebrity bot because you i mean you and Content boxing match. Who would you like to go head to head with? You say content please. boxing you say please. match. You say please. Uh, there's this, you know, maybe phase. Uh, maybe one of the phase. You know what? No, no, no. Joaquin Blaze. That would be awesome. That'd Let's be awesome. get it on. Make it happen. Make it happen. Uh, I'm not popular enough. Nobody will watch it. Nobody will watch it, probably. I'm not popular I enough. would. Huh? I would. Yeah, you would to laugh at me. Oh. Blaze will wear a skirt. It's part of the contract. Let's, let's get the, 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 let's only, get... the only martial arts I've done and for, for a long time was um, Aikido. So, Aikido? Uh, yeah, I got up to a brown belt in Aikido. To, uh, I stopped when I was 21. So, oh, nice. But I, I, I love Aikido, man. I like, so, the, I like what they wear. <laughs> the, the black... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. The what pants. Things. I want those. I want to wear those. <laughs> MC Hammer pants. I love them. Oh, God. So you, you do the match, uh, and then you're like, I, 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 you know, like you said, it, it was like, yeah, it, it, but it was a total win for you now. So, I mean, that was yeah, a huge. It was like, mm -hmm. it, it was whether I won or I lost, I still won because of the just publicity of the match. You know, it actually still propelled 
a lot of things forward, you know, for me with like certain brands and with like uh, getting verified in a couple of places. So it definitely, and still to this day, obviously it's like a major talking point whenever I'm on a, a podcast or in an interview. So how many, uh, how many people were there? I mean, cause that, I remember like everybody, like all, like even I remember like Hector Rodriguez, Nade shot, <laughs> those guys were, they were flying out there for that. I think that there was 22,000 people in the in the seats because I think it was a packed out arena, which I believe is 22,000 seats. Oh. Whew. So it was definitely quite the experience. You know, I got to uh, go out there uh, and just live in Manchester for a couple weeks and kind of uh, experience. That was my first time traveling, like, really outside the country. I've been to, like, Mexico, obviously, a ton of times. But as far as, like, across the pond, as they say – it was my first time going over there, and and what a what a cool first experience going to the UK, right? Me going over there to fight in a in a huge boxing match, uh, which is great. It was weird when I went through like customs and stuff, and they were asking me what was like, why was I coming? I was like, well, for for boxing match, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know how to explain it to you guys. I don't know because the social media thing still didn't make sense to, and I I don't know what it's like now, but I know that then trying to explain to these guys it was a social media event was like they didn't get it i was oh. like they're gonna send me back home right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm going back sorry i can't can't fight you <laughs> sensei you you're lucky you're lucky sensei i'm playing back yeah it was amazing it was honestly one of the best experiences of my life it was absolutely crazy who can say that they walked out to you know twenty thousand people like screaming and stuff and get and get in a ring and fight somebody it's super it was definitely a crazy experience it's something that i would like to do again i've actually been in talks several times to do another event i was in talks to fight at the staples center in la in 2019 they had the the rematch i was in talks to be on that card but it was like a a very late notice thing they'd asked me 10 days before if i could fight this guy who was like once again the best fighter on the card 10 (laughs) mma fights and like a boxing trainer and all this stuff. And this dude looks like a GI Joe action figure. I was like, you know, 10 days notice, maybe not. So actually I, I was, I was going to do it, but then I just couldn't get the the money right for the whole situation. It was like, just my sponsors couldn't get involved. It was too short notice. I had like dollar shave club or maybe I shouldn't say names. I had a sponsor that shaves you come out and tell me that they would give me like 30 grand for this but it would take two weeks for them to put through all the uh requests to get the sponsor thing going and i only had 10 days so like it was just not enough time to have it make sense on the money side so instead what they did for me is they ended up giving me like a vip box right next to justin bieber and wiz khalifa which was nuts i was there with like m to the k and um and rice gum and all these guys so i we ended up getting a vip box which was which was actually better than getting punched in the face did you so you were hanging with the Biebs? With with the Beebs, he was in the he was in the VIP box right next to us. Were so you, were you serenading him? You know, baby, baby, baby. Would you fight the Beebs? Would you fight the Beebs? Oh, not only would I fight the Beebs, but I I would I would I would I would uh, I would kiss him on the forehead as well. <laughs> this is this Very hurts tight. me more than it hurts you. <laughs> I don't want to have. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're in my territory now, Beebs. As I'm grappling him, he's like, he's like, I thought this was a boxing match. Well, nah. d- don't judge me. <laughs> What's your safe word, Beebs? What's your safe word? Aggressive cuddling. <laughs> Aggressive cuddling. Tap out or pass out. It doesn't matter to me. You pick. 
but yeah, it's it's definitely something that I'm going to do again. I actually was just in talks to fight out here in Vegas for the TikTok versus YouTuber card. Ooh, so, wait, is is that is that happening? I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's happening. So that's with some that's the Bryce Hall versus Austin McBroom card, the Ace family. If, if you guys have seen that. Oh, I remember hearing about Maybe. it, but I was like, oh. Yeah, so think about this. Think about this. You guys have barely heard about it. Both these guys are getting paid five million each to just step in the ring. Uh, look, I would do it for a 30, 30, 80 right now. You know, <laughs> don't don't pay me. I got I scammed mean, by that, a guy that, that in fight, Vegas. That fight you were talking about, you know, I'll do it for half a million, you know. Yeah, exactly. See, that's what I'm <laughs> you, you know, you give me a little bag, I'm there anytime of the week. So G give me a swag bag, uh, you know. Me I mean. Stuff. I'll be there. Just, just pay my flight. I'll come. I'll just, uh, you know, yeah. I could be yeah. your ring man. I could. Yeah, I could... We have a hotel room, whatever it is. I'll be there. Yeah, just, uh, I'll be your corner man, and I'll just be feeding you fucking G fuel. This is round Please. one. Chug, 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 chug. He's out there with a full belly. <laughs> I can't. You're gonna do this. So, yeah. so I mean, Let's so see. obviously, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the TikTok versus YouTube card that's taking place is going to be absolutely nuts. It's Bryce Hall, Austin McBroom, uh, Faze Jarvis is fighting this kid named Michael Lee. There's just uh, <laughs> Deji's making his return on there. So there's going to be a ton of like big guys on this card. And then I know Taylor Holder is going to be fighting somebody, Danny Duncan. They they contacted me about um, they were interested in a possible rematch between Sensei and I, like because the first fight obviously was such a um, we were obviously the most experience like martial artists on the card even though i wasn't a boxer it was still like an interesting bout because it's kind of like the the fight today it's kind of like a uh like uh ben Askren's not a great striker but he's a great wrestler and jake has been working on his striking this whole time and it's kind of like a like a almost like a freak show fight in a sense right you you're really curious about what's going to happen so i was talking to the tiktok versus youtube boxing event team and they expressed interest in me being a part of that because it was it was supposed to take place here in Las Vegas, but they just moved it, I think, to Miami. So I think that's something that I'm going to probably wait until there's a card here in Vegas. I think there was a issue with the capacity limits or something out here. Yeah. So once they get the capacity back up and they do a card here in Vegas, I will be throwing my name in the hat to fight on the card. And throwing your names and some and some hooks and some jabs. Yes, it's some some combos, some one two. Some like combos. why didn't why didn't like TikTok you know reach out to like people like you know Iron Sanctuary or Beer Bong John you know guys that are built like brick shit house you know. Oh, man, man. <laughs> could you Those imagine Face Jarvis? Could you imagine like? Interesting. Yeah, could you right. imagine like a uh, Face Jarvis going up against Iron Sanctuary or Beer Bong Look, John? I, I am his friend and in no reality would i condone this fight <laughs> you're like yeah do you might want, want to do this one you might not want to do this one yeah you go ahead and uh maybe or go in there and just uh just fall, fall down fall down when you get in there just trip yeah trip that, and that knock yourself out you know but that's so, hilarious iron sanctuary i think i'm friends with him on tiktok actually you probably are because you are you're actually you're verified on you got that you got that check mark don't you i got the check yeah, I've, I'm verified on all platforms, finally. I'm very excited about it. I'm a, I'm a happy guy. OnlyFans verification? You got it? You got the check mark? Oh, we can't talk about that yet. It's not out yet, you guys. 
I let it slip. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm friends with Iron Sanctuary. Uh, yeah, I'm friends with this guy. This guy's hilarious. Very muscly. They like I, I watched him stream, and he's like exercising when he's he's like a, the little pedal thing when he's working out, you know. And he's <laughs> like doing curls. Yeah, no, he's like he's like riding a bike, and is like you see his like gigantic tree trunk legs, and you're like, yeah, dude. Go for it. Every donation he does fifty curls. You're just like, you know, I'm just gonna bench my gaming desk, you know, you know, I'm just like, whatever, man. Stop. Yeah, the community is so weird. The little boxing community is such a weird like bubble of people. So like TikTok didn't actually pick these people out to fight people from the YouTube team. It was more of if you're involved in this boxing community, like in this space. You can put together these fights, which is funny. And it puts me in like a pretty cool position because I'm somebody who fought on that first card. So I'm always going to be involved because I'm on a short list of people who have ever participated in these events. You know, it's just such a weird, it's a weird dynamic. Like when I went to the Staples Center for that rematch, it was crazy to me leaving because I was getting swarmed by like fans being like, oh man, it's overflow. No way. Let's get a picture, et cetera, et cetera. And it was a different crowd than I'm used to seeing from my gaming stuff. It's like that boxing bubble, the YouTube boxing bubble only exists like in those, in that, that event. It was so weird. It was like a different type of fan that I was, than I was used to. It's very, it's very cool. So, I mean, obviously I'm just going through the stuff that you've been a part of, you know? So it's like, you know, it's not like you've been involved in the national Enquirer. With media coverage and stuff, uh, you're looking at Forbes, Newsweek, Digital Trends, Yahoo. Did I say that right? Yahoo. The China yeah. Times, Las Vegas Review, The Sun UK, Deserto, who I go to for all my good information. Me uh, too. Hollywood Life, Gamer Bay, and you've been part of the Land Parties podcast. I mean, what what haven't you done yet? I mean, uh, there's a lot of things I want to do. I feel like uh, we're just getting started. I mean, he wants to fight Blaze for a uh, half a million dollars. He said, "Yes, I would like." <laughs> Anybody out there? Let's make this happen, please. Blaze will wear a dress. <laughs> imagine, imagine. I if that believes that if if that would happen, I would actually I would actually do it. But I I, I don't think it will happen ever. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm telling you. Flo, you don't have to pay. Just, if you I, can, I can already imagine Junkhead in my corner with the bucket. I'm no, like I'm not going to be in your corner. I'm going to be in Flo's corner because really? I, I, I think Flo could get me like a 3070. You know, get pull some strings. <laughs> so you're easy to buy off. That's actually so, yeah, what you're saying. It's, it's funny. That's what look, he's saying. Look, I'll be there. I'll be For like, I'll be as high. 3070. I'll give you 3080. There you go. I, I'm in Blaze's corner now. Flo, 3090. Flo, 3090. <laughs> 3090 and a dinner. Oh, dude, Blaze, you're going down like a sweet muffin, you Belgian tart. So, yeah. I mean, you 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 are in pretty much encompassing what all content create. You're like you are theoretically living the dream. You know, you do this full time. Uh you're you went into gaming, but you see the power behind creating social social I mean content on all everything. Uh, I mean, are you going to the International Space Station? You're gonna do a stream there. I, mean, uh, I don't want to say it, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I can't. I can't say these. I'm sorry. I'm letting these things slip. Uh, but he will be on the International Space Station uh, doing streams soon. Later so, this year. Um, 
I mean, I mean, talk about like, so is, I mean, everything you've done is encompassed to like, like, so now if you think about it, you've been in, pl you've gotten plenty of media cut press and media coverage from everything you've done. Um, you have your own, you have your own merchandise, right? Through the, was it the EG, EGL? Yeah. So I, I've had my own merchant, my, my own merch for, for a few years now. Um, but unfortunately EGL actually just, uh, shut down. Then I think yeah, it's closed up shop. Yeah, I think it has something to do with um, all of that, with the whole like craziness of the last year, which which is sad. You know, they they worked with a ton of uh, gaming creators for a long time. And they have good stuff. I will say that their flight bags were the best in the whole so wide world. So and good, right? Every time I would go to get one, they'd be on back order, and I'm just I, like, I actually have one in my house. You come to Vegas, I'll give it to you. You stop it. Actually, it's you funny because. Uh, like my fiance and I, we, you know, we are going to go to Vegas to get married, you know, and we, we've always said as a joke, we were going to get married by a, a Elvis. little person, Elvis impersonator. Yes. Good. So, and I was like, because like, uh, you know, blaze and I were both part of uh, world best gaming, which was headquarters out of Vegas, Bobby ham team out there. And I remember when we had our, uh, our sponsorship with EGL and I was like, yes, I can get a, get a flight bag. And they're like, sold out. We're out. Sold out. Yeah, sold man, out. I'm sad. I have no merch. I literally have like one or two pieces of all my merch, and that's all the merch that I'll ever have. You know, and you it's no oh, man. Yeah. That's. I mean, so I'm sure but, you are out there. You're a businessman. Your you your stuff's oh. gonna land somewhere else. You wanna you wanna? I'm actually working on um. I'm actually working on something. I'm not gonna say too much, but it's a Walmart a Walmart thing. So no. Yes, partnering with the company. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Shut the front door. Yeah. I'm crossing my fingers. Are we boxing in Walmart? Is that the thing? Oh, <laughs> what, dude? You know, boxing in Walmart is something that happens way too often out here, <laughs> especially I've on never, Black I've Friday. I've never been to. I've especially never been on to Walmart. It's, they're scary. They're if you, scary. <laughs> if you're if you're just in a bad having a bad day and you want to get into a fight, go to a Walmart on Black Friday. You're, or if you're, you're having a bad day and you want to feel good about yourself. Yeah, just go there. I mean, like, let's face it. Like, <laughs> Bro, we... I've seen the scariest people. At, 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 I mean, granted, it's probably because I, I go to uh, the scary Walmart over here. It's more fun. But, man, you really do see some crazy people in there. I mean, that's like a that's a whole other episode, you know, of the, the weird crap. I mean, like, there's a time where, like, you know what, though? If you ever want entertainment and your favorite streamer is not streaming on whatever podcast, you know, platform they are, uh twitch youtube go to walmart well, back when they were open 24 hours a day go to walmart about two in the morning <laughs> they can your... start a whole reality show based on just dude, like, this like dude did you just touch base on your next reality show flow uh oh I, well um this is actually i'm gonna have to speak with my manager flow at the mart flow in the a.m it's just like the most entertaining it's like i call it a good feel good store it's like you know what you probably just, just, you know, have a little drinky drink and just call an Uber, slide into the Walmart at 2 a.m. in the morning, and you could have a bad day. And, yeah, you know, you literally, it, shoot, you go to the Walmart, you eat at one of the Subways or the McDonald's there inside, you see some weird people, inclu including myself. <laughs> Look at, is that Flo eating, like, he, the one over near us, they have the, was it Auntie Ann Pretzel Place? Ooh, you know, I'm just like... 
I was like, you would see, is that is that Flo over there with the tomato hanging out of his mouth? It's three in the morning. Look, oh, we don't judge. Not, I it's, don't partake in tomatoes. Yeah, it's it's. He said he didn't like tomatoes. That's why he tried to spit it out, and it didn't make it past his, you know, his his facial hair. So <laughs> tomato is like the one food in this world that I do not find attractive at all. <laughs> oh, that's oh god. That's that's another that's another show right there. Flow eating food, you know. Oh god, I don't like, know. We could little mukbangs, little mukbang videos. Oh, oh my god. It's just I don't know. There's so many. Uh, there's so many directions because I think that. Like your TikToks, like you do, because that, is that your brother, right? That younger brother. Yeah, my little brother. What's his and what's his name? Is it Caden? Yeah, it's Caden. That's like my grandson's name. I was like, wait, is that? Is that? Did he say Caden? And it's just <laughs> like, and I'm just like, are you playing Fortnite again? I told you. And then there's a picture of you slamming. Are you on mouse and keyboard and you're slamming it against the the wall? Remember that time? <laughs> Those what was it? Great. What was it? The one, the one I cracked up to was like, "Hey, I'll give you this new iPhone if you." You remember when I broke your iPhone? Yeah, you know, I'll give you this iPhone if you win this game. It gets like eighty second, and you like throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it's just, that's what's so cool was like, like when we did a um, we did our episode with Big Rob Energy, and you know he was saying is like, yeah, I I do all I do gaming and stuff like that, but. I also like to incorporate, you know, what my whole, you know, outside of gaming, you know, like you've taken it. Yes, you're, you're a gaming, you're a gamer. Like, and I said in the intro, you, you drop more V-Bucks than Post Malone drops hits, you know, and you're, you have incorporated your dad and your brother and, and it cracks me up, you know, like, hey, if you buy that, I'll buy your favorite merch. And he's like, oh. You know, deal's a deal, you know, but your dad with the, it's great. <laughs> I just fucking, he is yeah, you know what I, think? I think that it makes it just so much more fun because it's like, uh, I've always said this too about my content. Like once I got more um, heavily involved with YouTube and did it full time, I started to switch instead of just like only gaming, I try to make it more like gaming lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like everything that goes on behind the scenes with gaming. So now with the TikTok, it's like a little, it's real life mixed with gaming it's we all got things going on i think it's very like uh phase clan-esque like phase clan has gone in this direction where you know that they're gamers but they show so much more than just that and i think that that is something that is that creates you know stars out of all these guys it shows that we're more uh we're not just one dimensional you know yeah and i think it, it makes it more like personable more relatable and you're just like you know everyone like you said like everyone's a gamer and it's like if i can sit down it's like oh my god look at this dude you know not only is he a gamer but he he incorporates his family into it and he makes it entertaining yeah it's kind of revolved around gaming but there's more to it it's like you know it's like whoa slide of hand you know i'm gonna give you this v bucks you know but i want these shoes if you know what kind of thing you know and it's like that's what makes it awesome is that when you you're like allowing people into your personal life but you make it so hilarious like I had to stop scrolling. I was laughing. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. You know, <laughs> I was like, this is, this is not fair to my whole body because it's starting to like be sore from laughter. And to me, that's good content. You know, it's great to, to watch the guy. This is my setup for how to get, you know, 67,000 kills in one game and, you know, in, in Warzone. you know, this is how I crank nineties in Fortnite. you know, blah, 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 blah. That That's cool and everything. But when like it's like it allows like you said it's like 
it makes it more relatable when you can watch something like that. So, I mean, kudos to fucking you, dude. Give yourself a high five and a pay raise at the same time. Justin, get him a raise. Thank you. Yes, I do need a raise. That would, that would be that would be awesome. I appreciate that. The the whole TikTok thing is over the top. I'm glad that you like them because actually with the TikTok audience, as we all probably know, it's definitely a younger audience for sure. Like when I was doing YouTube and I would run into people that watch my content, most of them were, you know, late teens, early 20s, I would say. And now with TikTok, it's crazy, man. I'll go out and I'll, it's like all these, you know, little, littler kids, man, 10 years old, 11, 12, 13, like that age range all knows of my TikToks, which is so funny. It's like such a different audience it really like revitalized a lot of things and i think that this is true with a lot of people who jumped on the tiktok wave it's it kind of like revitalizes your audience a little bit because there are a lot of people who watch your content and then they get older they get a job or they they get a girlfriend or whatever it is and a lot of these people don't watch youtube content as much or maybe they're not gaming as much but now with tiktok it's like it just now now it's back again and it's like a bunch of younger people watching the content which like definitely throws some new life into the whole into your whole quote unquote career, you know, which is a really, really cool, powerful thing. And, and like, and I, I think it, it, in a way, like it, it inspires people to do things, look at things from a different perspective. Like, yes, it's cool to watch these people, like uh, the people that we know, like pineapples, you know, uh, and, and Frozone that this go off, like even blaze blaze goes off, gets these high kill war zone games. And I'm like, that's never going to be me, but you know, I, I like watching these. T it's cool to watch these TikTokers that are like, this is how I got 60 kills this game, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you go to their stream and they like, they're like, like you just put together a, like a months long clip and just <laughs> made it seem like. So that's one. That's how I, I came up with the idea of dying ever dance. I want you to see that I die. It's okay to fucking die when you're playing a video game. Just got to have fun doing it. That's also more entertaining too. That's like totally entertaining but in the opposite way, you know what I mean? So and I tell yeah. my dad that too all the time. I'm like, I actually just told my girlfriend this too, but like they both said the same thing. We're bad at video games, blah, blah. I don't know if anybody want to watch us. I'm like, dude, first off, people love that. People love seeing a relatable gamer. People love, it's more funny to watch like a death clip than it is to watch some guy macking kids, you know, the whole time. It's like, it's both equally entertaining, you know? Did you hear that, Blaze? I got a place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, but I thought. I, wait, clap hands! It, it, clap hands! Was I not one of the guys that told you you should maybe make something like that? No, I don't know what you're talking about. So uh, just ignore what he just said, Flo. It was his suggestion. He goes, "You what should make." He, he was like, what? "Just." He goes, "Uh," I told him I, was, I didn't. I ignore who? Yeah, That's ignore what? Blaze. That, yeah, I mean, exactly. You guys are fine. I need you to get into that fighting mentality. Right now, you do not like Blaze. You do not like Blaze. <laughs> So, no, but Blaze, and that's the cool thing I liked about, like, with Blaze, and, like, he's my brother in this whole trip, you know, is that he said, look, man, just make clips of you dying, and then uh, from there it went to... He just needs to play three games, and he's got content for a I, week, I mean, I, come on. Probably, like, a week, yeah. you know, a good, good four-hour stream. I got, like, a month worth of content, really. And, but, and then I, I took what he said... And and to me, that's the that's what I think is important when it comes to content creation is that is when you always try to find the positive in someone's criticism. Like you're bad at gaming, I know, but I gotta make it fun. So when Blaze told me that, I was like, dude, I'll start complimenting these people when they kill me. 
and I'm just like that. That was perfect for me because I just, you know, I, you know, the things I say, you're fierce. I want you to have a good day. Have a great day. You know, you know. And the thing I I'm think saying right, the thing I'm saying right now, your mom's underwear is still at my place. When they wow. <laughs> Flo, Flo, if you don't knock him out in round one, uh, I'm. You got round two to do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's 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 fair enough. I know. Uh, I mean, I can't believe I you mean, went my, there my, just my, like my, that. My, my my Valentine was like Happy Valentine, but now it's at, at this moment it's like your mom's underwear is still at my place. So yeah. My <laughs> place. <laughs> Speaking of the audience, though, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I was out in Vegas the other night. And I ran into this guy who's maybe like twenty three or something, and he streams full time now. And he told me that he watched all my videos when he was in high school, and it was part of the inspiration for him to get going. Mm -hmm and his own stuff, you know? And I think that that's what's so cool about the fact that I have, um, you know, especially with TikTok, you have a younger audience, man. It's, it, it can positive, positively affect people. And I think that, that might be one of my favorite things about this whole, this whole, uh, you know, YouTube social media experience is when I do run into people and they tell me like these crazy stories or they say how, you know, even my videos just making you laugh or whatever it is, is, a good thing and i really that's probably one of my favorite things about being a creator is running into people like the guy i ran into the other day who's streaming full-time now and it's because he used to watch my videos you know and it, it's just very very cool to know that you have uh you know a positive effect on people i mean that's the the pot the, the best influence that you can give to somebody it's like you know you can look at somebody and be like look that because of you I'm where I'm at today. I'm a full-time streamer. This is what I do, blah, 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 all because of you. And that's like really like that nice gut check moment that lets you know if like success was to, I don't want success to end for anybody, believe me. But if like, if it was to stop today, you'd be like, I think I've done my job, you know, like, like, and I've, I've said that countless times is like, I may be the worst game player. I most be, might be the most inconsistent content creator, but if you watch, like on TikTok, the most you get is 60 or 59.9 seconds, right? 60 seconds to have that kind of reach to somebody. And if that 60 seconds, you've seen something that I've done that made you feel better, then to me as a content creator, I think I've done my job. Because I, you know, I don't, I have a full-time job. I stream great content. That's a hobby for me. You know, my goal is to get where you're at, you know, and, you know. And that's the dream, you know, but if it doesn't happen, I, I'm, as long as I'm making up, I'm, I'm making those progressions forward, then I think I'm, I'm doing it right. And, you know, and I'm sure at some point in time, I think we've all gone through it. There's like, Hey, is this worth it? Should I stop? You know, what am I doing? My life? I mean, have you gone through that? Like burnout where you're like, Oh man, it's not worth it. I need to get another job. Yeah. I think that, um, every content creator goes through, that I actually just was speaking with one of my friends who lives out here. Uh, we all go through that because at the end of the day, what we're doing is like uncharted territory, right? To some degree. And I think that we all go through that feeling of, you know, not a lot of people get this. We don't have a lot of people to talk to. This is a very lonely job on top of that. Like granted, there's millions of people that have seen my videos, but at the end of the day, I'm still like in my room creating videos on the computer. You know what I mean? So I think that we all go through, experiences i've definitely seen a lot of creator burnout lately too like on twitter i've seen a lot of people talking about how they're a little burnt out they're taking some time off and i think that obviously has a lot to do with the fact that they're all, with all the lockdowns everybody's just been 
stuck inside and doing stuff. And on top of that, I feel like I don't even have a job. You know what I mean? So my family, like now they kind of get it. But for the longest time, they didn't understand what I was doing. And to me, I'm not doing things the way that you're supposed to, quote unquote. And it can make you feel like, hey, am I just some loser on it, like playing games all day? Maybe, but also maybe not. I don't know. It, it's just a matter of um, understanding that everybody in this field deals with that because it's not a normal thing to do. But you do need to, if you if you want to make this happen for yourself, I, I firmly believe that everybody can make it happen for themselves. But I also know that most people won't make it happen. Uh, but if you're going to do this thing full time, you have to put in the same amount of time that you would put in at a normal job. If at a normal job, you're putting in 40 hours a week, but then you're, you're, you're coming home and you're not putting in 40 hours a week on your stream or your content, then it's entirely your fault that you're not successful. You're not treating it seriously. Like you should be, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I think what, what also hampers everything now is that, excuse me, is that everyone wants instant success. They, they, they want the high with no lows. So, and I, and I think there's a lot of people that have gained that success right away. They've never had to do the, the go through the bumps, find out what they're doing wrong. And, and, and then immediately boom, here, ta-da, you know, here's your check mark. You know, here's your, here's your 50 billion plaque, you know, from, you know, uh, from YouTube. And then when all of a sudden, when no one is getting that anymore, they're not going to know what to fucking do with it. Because let's face it with the, with the, the virus going on right now, everyone's doing something. And, you know, I look forward to the day where, you know, we can go out and about, we don't have to wear a mask or anything and we can hang out and stuff, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. But, um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I, and that's what I love about this podcast too, is because for me, it's an, it's more enlightening for me because I know that I'm not putting in the time. And I know I'm holding myself back by not putting in the time. And, you know, like you said, you have to, like, etch in that time. And I think TikTok is a great way because you could do a TikTok really quick, you know? Yeah. And, but there's also, you can't just do TikTok. And, I, like, I've noticed a lot of people that are big on TikTok that are coming over to Twitch and using tick, that, that form. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm, this diet shake isn't working out like I thought it would. I should have had some G Fuel. Use code Flow at checkout. Use code Flow on G Fuel, please. One of the yeah. best, uh, one of the best drinks on the planet. So, you know, it's like, you know, like I know that I have to. And, and Blaze has told me the same thing too. You have to make time to do it because you can't be like, why isn't this happening for me? If you're, if you're, if you're not going to go the distance, then, then you know that's on me. So it's just one of those things that I have to. So like it's it's inspirational hearing that for me because it lets me know that I'm the reason why I'm not progressing the way I want and and that's fine I that's a good criticism you know and I think that's what for content creators out there is that you have to be able to hear that and be able to like okay yeah I know I'm the problem one one hundred percent like huh. anytime that I've um looked at something you know what actually I have a uh, my jujitsu belt behind me on like a uh, little display thing yeah and i have a quote on there it's actually from kung fu panda <laughs> great movie it says uh there is no secret ingredient right because everybody's looking for that quick like how can i get famous overnight or how can i get better at this overnight and the beautiful thing about something like 
jujitsu and the same with content creation is like there's no secret ingredient you got to you have to put in the time you have to put in the hours um of course there's some people that are going to come in and be good at it right off the bat just like anything in life but if you want to be successful you have to put in the time and the hours and that's just the truth you know Mm -mm -mm. well said so you guys out there that are young up-and-coming content creators like th and this is really not only is, is it helpful for us it's we want it to be there for you is mm -hmm. that you know you have to learn that you know there's multiple forms to create content out there like for us this content is is an audio podcast except for the video that will be on uh, only fans we're all topless uh yeah. <laughs> 69.99 a month you will get the videos so um so it's just really it's really a chance that it's it's really enlightening to hear from you know a different perspective so it motivates me to know look i have to make this time i have to do this i have to do that so um coming to the end of the podcast and blaze and i always do this thing called two Wait, random yeah, oh, yeah, yeah 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 that was it that was it i was thinking you were gonna forget you know no you're getting no old we can't like, oh my god i mean that's not Seriously. that's not positive criticism, Blaze. That's negative. I always I always go negative to just you know Team Flow. Team Flow in the boxing match. That's all I'm gonna say. So, so yeah, we always do this thing flow called two random questions where it could be about anything and everything. Uh and Blaze has been going first because he says I always take his question and it gives me a chance no. to to uh to come up with a good one. So uh, this this time you can start. I'm gonna think about one. Oh, dude, no. my problem is that I always ask the question in the middle of the podcast, and when Blaze goes, it gives me a chance to come up with another one. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Whew. In your opinion, what was the best console, Xbox or PlayStation, or would you say PC? Okay, as far as the best console, and we're just being totally objective here, um, the PCs obviously got more going on for it than, you know, the regular consoles. But for me, I'm personally big PlayStation guy, big PlayStation nation guy. I've been playing PlayStation since it came out back in the early eighties. I don't know when it came out, when but nineties or yeah, go ahead. Nine, yeah. 99. I'm not sure, oh, but I've gosh. been playing it since then. So definitely a PlayStation fan. Okay, now let me ask you a, a part two to that question while Blaze comes up with something good. How, what is your opinion on controller players that come over to PC, try mouse and keyboard, and hate it and go back to controller? Uh, I, I think that I'm in a similar boat. I played a lot of CSGO on PC, obviously, and um, I, I don't mind the, the mouse and keyboard. But something about just having it, probably because I grew up with like with a controller, you know, is it's just so much more enjoyable to me. Something about a controller just feels right. I mean, yeah, I, I, I kind of like I, I was, uh, I got into PC gaming like three years ago, and but I for like a year I still use controller. But I was like, look, I'm I'm bad anyway. And it's better to be bad saying I'm on mouse and keyboard, you know? And I'm like, I got to try it now. So now I'm just like, hey, mouse and keyboard all the way. But I still miss a good, you know, a good, you know, controller like Scuff Gaming, which you could use code FLOW for a discount, correct? Yes, you can definitely use code FLOW for a discount on Scuff Gaming. Some of the best controllers in the game, you can do a lot of things. And if you have a Scuff controller, you're probably one of the better players in your lobby. 
And you could also add a little special, like, uh, something to that controller to make it even better. And I used to use these when I played. Uh, control freaks. Control freaks. I have control freaks on all of my controllers. They're right a game now. changer. I will say they're a game changers, and it makes life so much easier. Make sure you're using code flow when you're checking out using control freaks. There, I think we've covered about every sponsor, right? Are there anything else? I mean, I, I'm uh, just like, see how I'm trying to tie it all in right now. Uh, I'm like, creator code, creator code over in the Fortnite item shop. There you go, creator code over in the. Support a creator code or junk at thirteen twenty four. Not Joaquin Blaze. Anyway, um, Blaze, the time, the floor is yours. You better come correct. And he's still, and he's mad that I said don't use creator code. It's a, he could be coughing. He could be coughing. He is probably a lot. So you know, and that's another thing too. Like uh, that's what's cool about like with your TikToks. You you do do the V Buck giveaways. And yes. I, I did see all the comments. Oh, this is fake. And you're like, look, here it is. Here's proof, bitches. You know, I so. spent $10,000 last year on V-Bucks. It's oh. real. <laughs> it's, <laughs> ooh. I mean, like, that's, like, that's a, that now that my grandson's playing, he's like, I need V-Bucks. I have no emotes. And I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> I mean, what, what is your, what is your favorite emote that you use when you, uh, you know, when you kill people, what is the thing with the cat or... Oh, I'm a kitty, 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 I'm a cat. That's like the one that Shannon and I do. Whenever we get a win, we both hit him with a, I'm a kitty, 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 I'm a cat. That's one of the most offensive ones, and I totally respect it. <laughs> like that and the trombone one. That tr oh, my God. It's, it's not the L dance. It's it's the trombone. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> so, I, I do the little one. I think it's called hand signals, where they're like... Uh, like, like come little here. army hand signals, and then they do the little L dance at the end. That's yeah. what I... Oh, God. The kitty, kitty, kitty. I would be like, dude, tell me, give me your address. Give me your address. I'm coming to pay you a visit. I'm showing up. I'll be there in five. So, all right, Blaze, the floor is yours. We're waiting for Blaze's last question. Overflow. Yes, sir. If you could change anything in your life right now, would you change anything? If I could change anything in my life, would I? And, um, what, and what would it be, of course? I mean, I would change my bank account to have a, a few more zeros at the end of the <laughs> That would be awesome. But as far as a realistic thing, you know, I really, I'm a big believer that um, maybe not everything happens for a reason, but you can have a good reason that everything happened, you know? And so I, I definitely feel that where I'm at right now is a position that I would have loved to be in, you know, five years ago. It's somewhere that, uh, you know, to be in this position is like huge. If I would have told myself, you know, the day that I got fired from GameStop, if I would have told myself that this is where I would be, um, it, it's definitely like a, a dream for sure. There's a lot of things that I want to get better at and a lot of things that I want to do. Uh, and I think that those things are coming slowly but surely. So no, I think that I'm in a good spot right now. Honestly, I really um, I'm, I'm pretty pretty happy with the way everything is going. I I mean, it can also be something in life, you know. Like if if I could like choose something to do now, I would want to have a day with my grandparents again because I don't have them anymore, and it would be amazing to just have a day with them, you know. Just spend with them. That would be just awesome, yeah. and just enjoy the moment, you know. But like, there's so many different things that you can think that would of. Be nice if you think too. about it. 
Yeah, definitely something like that. Something like that would definitely be um would be awesome. Um yeah, have, having my grandma cook a, a nice big Italian meal for me again would probably be the thing then. If I could do that, then I would do that, you know? Oh my oh my god. I can imagine how good that must taste probably. <laughs> no, no, I'm hungry. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I could be yeah. like don't for, don't forget when you talk about food, junkhead gets hungry. I do. I love food. <laughs> I'm hungry right now, so, but... I mean, you know, he, he would be the best trainer ever. If you would take any food with you, he'd just take it off of you or steal it and eat like, it instead You'll thank you. me later for this flow, you know. Uh, granted, oh, that would be another good life change right there. Like, uh, I would want to be able to maintain the diet that I have now while also stop getting fat. That'd be great as well. Golf claps. Golf claps in J the chat. Junket, Golf. Junket's been testing it out, but... Uh, it doesn't he's work, failing. man. He's it doesn't failing. work. <laughs> Gain like 50 pounds over quarantine or something so i don't like, know honestly, man. honestly i i we have our third quarantine right now in belgium and the thing is i work in an essential shop as a store manager and i i have worked every day in the quarantine so i don't really know what it is for like other people i have a lot of friends that stay have to stay home from work or work less like my girlfriend she only works half time now instead of full time and you know we we see it financially though it's not good but uh yeah. whatever you know whatever i just hope it's uh gonna be over at some point that's it and that we can go back to some kind of normal right yeah definitely i think that here in vegas we open up a capacity a full capacity i think in june oh my yeah well Ooh. that's uh, that would be a dream party <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, Junket, when, when are you getting your uh vaccine junket or are uh... you too young for that Oh, yeah, I'm too young for it. I am too. In, no. my, in my country, they're all first doing all the 65 plus people. So I thought they've been doing that here. already, you know, yeah, they've been so, doing it. I could go, I could, I could go to Walmart and get my vaccine. But Shannon's like, oh, really? no, I don't want you to get it. And I'm like, hey, this is my thing. I was in the military. I've had so much shit coursing through my body still from the military that I think <laughs> I might be okay. You know, I don't know. But like, uh. <laughs> Look, look, hey, I got an address of a dude in Vegas. If you ever want to pay him a visit, the dude, the little shit that scammed me out of my graphics card, you know, let me know. Flo, I'll hit you with an address and go pay him a visit. We're not threatening anybody. It's a joke. Uh, yeah, yeah, a very non-threatening. Nah, it's a joke. This is a J.K. Lamau moment. So, um, so go ahead. Do me a favor, Flo. Shout out all your sponsors again, all your social media, and you guys. All his information will be down in the description below with uh, all his sponsorship and his codes that you guys can use to save yourself some money when you're checking out. And if you don't like to save money, then there's something wrong with you, especially in this economy right now. So, Or if you're going to get a Ford stimulus check, what says stimulation better than spending your whole stimulus check on G Fuel, scuff controllers, control freaks, and, and whatever? You know. So, Flo, the floor is yours. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, as for everybody watching, you can or listening, you know, you can follow me everywhere at Overtflow, O-V-E-R-T-F-L-O-W. All my accounts are verified, so you know it's me. If anybody else tells you they're going to send you V-Bucks, don't listen to them. It's not true. And all my sponsors uh, use code FLOW on G Fuel, Control Freak, Scuff Gaming, or use code OVERT in the Fortnite item shop. Other than that, I appreciate you guys having me on. It's been very fun. Um, I'm going to go grab a nap.
<laughs> and if you guys, if you guys do get some V-Bucks from Flow, make sure you are using his, don't be, don't be disrespectful and make sure you guys are using his code in the, you know, support a creator thing. So, uh, thank you guys very much for being a part of this. Uh, you are more than welcome to come back at yeah, any man, time. It was, uh, it was a pleasure having you. And I do remember, like, I, I'm really bad at remembering stuff, but I do remember me and you met. We talked, we talked about the fight a little bit, and you were a really genuine and nice uh, guy, and I remember I had a good vibe from you, so, uh, yeah. And that's also why I followed you, and, and, and I saw you followed me back, so it was my honor, you know? <laughs> yeah, thank you, man, I appreciate it. Hopefully I'll, hopefully I'll see you soon at another event, you know, whenever they, those get started again. Yeah, for sure, for sure so. man. And uh, it's probably because he's trying and to And I mean, you. the boxing match, if you need a partner, you know, you, you get my, my Let's Twitter. Let's set it up. I'm, I'm Let's in, get ready right to rumble. Half a million and I sign. Half a million and I sign. <laughs> you and Done. me both. We're shooting for that. <laughs> and all it takes for me is a 30-90 team flow. He already said it. 30-90. One, one I'm going to have the headband, team flow. And I'll have the oh, Blaze like Diva like shirt it. on. Maybe a the... tattoo. Maybe a neck tattoo. Uh, the neck's off limits, but I will. I will maybe. get. I'll get a flow tattoo. But uh, but maybe the neck. Maybe. Maybe the neck. So maybe <laughs> it is a, a thirty ninety. So yeah, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, especially in these times. So you guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you, whatever podcast platform you're listening to it on, you give us a big five star rating. It is lengthy, so download it, so you can listen to it over and over again. And make sure you tell everybody about it. We're having a great time uh, providing this content for you guys. And it was an honor to have you on again, Flo. <clears throat> and uh, you're more than welcome to come back at any time, especially when we do fundraisers. We'd love to have you back for a fundraiser. So Yeah, I think we have one somewhere in, in June, but uh, we'll, we'll message you about it. If yeah. you're interested, you're always welcome. And that is video recorded and live, by the way. That'll Just be, so you know. Yeah, that, <laughs> so make sure you're, you know, you're wearing clothes. Uh, Topless stuff is yeah, for OnlyFans. I'll have my makeup on. I'll have my makeup on. Oh. I promise. But you guys, make sure you guys are showing Flo all the love you can. Make sure you guys are following him on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, OnlyFans. Uh, his TikTok, he really does give V-Bucks away. So you make sure you want to do that. And the fact that he has his dad and his brother in there is even better. And it's great. So you guys get out there and keep gaming. You better be fragging out because if not, you'll probably be lagging. Mom! 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 Get the camera! I gotta kill! Mom, I gotta kill! Oh yeah, baby! Oh, mommy, I gotta kill! Finally, after 250 games sitting in a corner on dying to the gas!